0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is the second part of our crossover. I promised everybody some playoff expansion talk. We're going to do that. No intro here. We're just going to get to it. All right. I'm Josh Neighbors of Locked On Big 12. Uh, to my right, it is Jake Hatch of Lockdown Cougars. Below him, it is John Williams of Locked On Sooners. To his left, it is Linda Godfrey of Locked On Pokes. So, the uh, before I like show my proposal, I, I've made a proposal. I I actually spent hours on this. Like I really thought this through, my friends. Like this one, just all right. Twelve teams bracket. Here we go. Whatever.
1: If um, only all could see our Twitter DM thread that had all. Yes.
0: Yeah. I I put I had I made graphics for everything, which you all will get to see here in a little bit. But the conversation about playoff expansion happened after there were blowouts, which. I hate it when the blowouts spark this conversation because that's not what it's about. Um, To me, we using the opt-out conversation we just had and using kind of the college ball playoff, you know, just with with New Year's Six and everything, like to me, there's this, a 12-team playoff really does fix multiple things. Now, it does present some scheduling issues about how you do it and also a number of game issues. But generally speaking, are we all in agreement that the playoffs should expand, just to make it a more competitive venture? Because, look, I think a bottom line for me, more teams in the playoff. Like if Utah was in there, if Cincinnati plus uh, you know um, Oklahoma State's in there, if an Iowa can get in, like recruiting is going to it's going to be helped. If there are more teams in the playoff, if Pitt is in a playoff game, how does that not help recruiting? Because here's the, at the worst, it doesn't help. At the best, it does, but it's not going to hurt them. So I think, generally speaking, the exposure helps. Linda, I'll go to you first. Are you kind of on the path of playoff expansion? Are you with this?
2: Yeah, and I especially like one of the notes you made in uh, your – we'll get to it, but uh, for sure I think it needs to expand. I think four is kind of a silly number to be like, these are the four best, and we'll go from there. It's like, are we learning anything about any teams in two games?
0: Also the month off. I hate the month yeah. off I think it does I think it's a big thing too, which I don't like. Uh, John, your thoughts. Yeah,
3: I'm pro playoff. more the better. I love the NFL. the NFL lets sometimes uh, teams with losing records into the playoffs and it's it's not any less fun. So, we're and we're like, hell we, yeah, Raiders, that's Chargers. That's right. This Saturday
0: night, it's Saturday night baby. let's do it. And we yeah.
3: still love the regular season. Am I right? Like, nobody is sitting there, like, taking Sundays off from the regular season in the NFL because they're going to have 14 teams in the playoffs. No, they're yeah. not. Everybody's tuned
0: in every single Sunday with ratings growing
3: and growing every single to year. To your
0: point, my dumb ass was clinging to my metaphorical railing uh, that was falling over watching my WFT team against the Eagles this past weekend being like, oh, still got a chance, yeah. even though I shouldn't be doing it at all. Right. So, yes, you're totally right. And, more- and, and, for, and for me, like I, I like the idea that it includes the
3: group of five teams as well, that that it gives them a path to potential competition. Are they going to be outmatched almost every single year? Yeah, but you know what? There could be that one year where a team gets hot and the matchups just work out just right. I mean, we see it in the NCAA tournament all the time. And this where, is a big part
0: of us getting hot. Uh, the opportunity yes. to get
3: hot, which is not there right now. Right. And so I think I, I, I love the idea of expansion. I've been pro expansion for years, even back when we were still just two teams. And so, yes, more
0: more teams, more football, more better. Uh, Jake, if somebody covers a team, BYU, outside looking in just from the outset of being, you know, like they're an independent team, but they're kind of viewed as almost a G5 team. Because I think of of where the location is, even though they've had a rich football history, uh, your ideas, your thoughts of playoff expansion.
1: Well, they're the last G5 team to win a national championship, 1984. It's what BYU fans love to point to. We're almost 40 years in the rear of your mirror with that, but they will continue to point to that. That The thing is, you give teams an opportunity to show what they can do. And I, I'm with you on the recruiting front of things. If you can go to a kid and say, hey, you have an opportunity if you come here to play in the playoff with an expanded playoff. think And let me just use the Utah metaphor for a minute. Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr. had five receptions going into that Rose Bowl game against the University of Utah. He catches five balls in the rose bowl three of them go for touchdowns mm. like and you can't tell me that that young man had a an opportunity maybe at another school popped up they could go to him and say okay you're going to be buried on the bench at ohio state come here and play early and you still have an opportunity to go play in the playoff whereas i think he saw the writing on the wall oh, ohio state has a chance year in and year out to get to the playoff if i want to play on the biggest stage i've got to go there even if i'm going to be reserved for the first two years of my career potentially i, I Any expansion is good expansion in my mind because it's going to bring more eyeballs. It's going to open up opportunities for these young men. It's actually going to diversify recruiting to a degree. And I think it's just an overall net positive.
0: And to your point real quickly, like Javis Williams at Ohio State, where did he go?
1: Yeah, Alabama. he went to Alabama and blows it. Right, yeah. so
0: so maybe he's got a chance to go somewhere else to your point. Yeah, John, you got something before we... Yeah, I just go wanted on. to add to the
3: recruiting aspect of it. Like, it, this if Baylor would have been able to have been in the playoff, like, it would have gotten more eyes on Dave Aranda, more eyes on the Baylor Bears, more eyes on Waco. Like, it just increases the profile for all these teams that would not have had a national game other, other than the bowl game, which, you know, maybe a lot of people were tuned into because it was a New Year's Six Bowl. But, like, if you're talking about, like, UTEP, or Appalachian state getting into the playoff, like that gives them a national broadcast to get more eyes on their program and just continue to promote their program. So like you said, it diversifies recruiting a little bit because
0: it gives more teams, more exposure. All right. So here comes the formula after a quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at GetUpside. Go check out GetUpside right now. It's a new app that's going to help you all save money on gas. You can save up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas right now. Download the GetUpside app today. Use the promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, and you guys will get 50 cents off cash back up to that. Uh, on your first time at the pump and up to 25 next times that you go to the pump. So make sure you guys save money on gas, especially in this economy right now. Save money on gas, get upside, go download the app today. Also, the show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Uh, national championship coming up this weekend or Monday night, I should say. Get some action on that right now at betonline.ag. They got football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey. Vegas Casino Games and got it all. Use the promo code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N locked on. You'll receive a 50% deposit bonus today at betonline.ag. Betonline. It's where the game starts. All right. So uh here is my playoff proposal. I'm just gonna talk to you guys first about the goals. Josh's CFP goals. All right. <laughs> Number one, make money. I'm not an idiot. This is what it's about. We're gonna make more money. We're going to grow the sport of college football. By growing, we're going to offer more opportunities more people. And by doing so, we're going to do the third point, improve the competitive imbalance we currently experience in college football. All right, you say, Josh, well, it sounds great, but how are we going to do that? Well, here's what we're going to do. Your team selection, all right? This is a 12-team college football playoff. Teams one through seven will be selected as the seven highest ranked conference champions according to the Associated Press poll. Teams 8 through 12 will be selected by the College Football Playoff Committee. Committee. The reason why I'm doing this, and I'll show this in a second, is because at least with the AP poll, we can track this stuff literally from the beginning of the season. So we don't have 13, uh, you know, you know what's being like, we're hearing the, the old... conference room and the hotel here comes a camera we've got some ideas okay here comes gary barda he's going to talk to us those guys don't get to control this the people who have been voting and paying attention all year all year control the top seven now we get to have some fun with the eight through twelve and that eight through twelve range is where you really get to have those fun arguments about who should be next now of course this year with the georgia so they're, they're they're directly in but towards the back end you get those fun arguments Uh, Also, the AP poll stuff. I know there's some people who are out there, but there are so many AP poll voters that really that stuff kind of gets aggregated out, right? Like consensus wins with those AP poll voters, and you look down the names, like those are a lot of them are people that we trust, that we know, and so that stuff gets aggregated through. So with the selection with with this proposal here, does anybody have any comments about the way I've set it out? I know the number of seven conference champions is different than the six that was heard before. Seven is by design because I want to extend the olive branch in terms of money-making opportunities and exposure to as many conferences as possible. So does anybody have a problem with the number seven? And they think that seven's too far with the automatic bids? I don't think it's far enough. Oh, wow. Would you do every conference gets an automatic bid? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's fair. That is that is fair. I just did seven conservatively right now because I don't know what the end of conference realignment looks like. Right. So I wanted to do seven just to be conservative and also I like the five remaining the five remaining spots as like one more spot of responsibility for the couch ball playoff committee, but it's like not too much if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think I think
3: seven is fair. I mean, yes, there are some group of five conferences that aren't really ready to compete on that national stage. You know, maybe they're, you know, if you can give two of them, that's pretty good. I feel like that's, like you said, it's an olive branch. It brings them to the table. It gives them an opportunity. Uh, I I like the idea of automatic bids because it does reward winning your conference. It does reward, you know, playing in the conference championship game. Like even if you don't do well in non-conference play, you still have an opportunity to get into the playoff by doing well in your conference. And I think that I think that means a lot. I think that matters. Uh, you know, look, you look at a team like Utah. They were a team that was as hot as anybody going into conference championship weekend. It would or Baylor or Oklahoma State. You know, Oklahoma like, oh,
0: or Oklahoma in twenty twenty.
3: Yeah, like if, if any of those teams, like Oklahoma State gets left out, even if they win their conference, say Notre Dame jumps them somehow or something, like it's, it all gets weird. So I like
2: rewarding the conference champion.
0: Yeah. Anybody else have thoughts on this part before I move to the formatting?
2: I think taking um, the college football playoff committee out of the equation as much as possible is a net positive.
0: Yeah, I think they have to be involved a little bit because of like the bit. college football playoff thing yeah, but, is like an entity you know what i mean it's like it's like an LLC type deal
1: let, let me let me uh, add yeah. one thing on that i want to see yeah. transparency from them if they're gonna if they're gonna be involved at any level i want more transparency because i'm with you they they meet up there in dallas at this swinky yeah. hotel and they meet in the boardroom. we got tvs say, we got tvs okay we're gonna let you see about five seconds what we're doing in here with yeah. our discussion but there's actually no like you're not going to see what we're actually doing so uh, yeah right. transparency
0: you know, I imagine that they like, because they, they make it look like they sit in these conference rooms they got like five TVs and like conference after weekend. It's like we, they, they've got five TVs, they've got pretzels, and they've got sprites. And they're going to sit here all day long. They're going to watch these games. like what it feels like when they show that. So that is why I, I've said, look, it can be a, a little bit of both. A little bit of both is also something that's going to come on uh, down the line, too. All right, format. Teams one through four will have a bye. Once again, one through four will be decided as the four highest-ranked conference champions at the end of the year, according to the Associated Press Bowl. Uh, The first four games will be held on campus. So, that means the five-seed host 12, six-seed host 11, seven host 10, and eight host 9. Four of the six New Year's six bowls will be used for the second round, uh, with the highest seed selecting their preferred location. So to take a, a gander at this right now. So uh right now the way it works in the final four is the highest seed Alabama this year they got to pick their location. Um we would do that but think about you know a, a top 4 this year of Alabama, Cincinnati, uh, Michigan being the two, Michigan being the two, Cincinnati 3 and then the 4 I think the fourth highest was actually Baylor. Uh, they get to pick their location. So Alabama would, you know, maybe Nick Saban still wants to go to Dallas, so he can go to Dallas, which would be weird. But let's just say that he goes to Miami to be proximity closest to his fans. That would allow Baylor to go to, you know, uh, wherever they wanted to go. Uh, I guess they go to the Cotton Bowl, right? They'd Michigan go would probably up the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan, I'm trying to think where they would go. I mean, Nolan's kind of far for them, so uh, maybe, maybe they'd pick the Cotton Bowl. I, I don't know, but it just kind of allows proximity to take over just a little bit um the one kicker on all this is that the sugar bowl and the rose bowl are independently scheduled so espn airs them but they get to pick when they happen but here's the thing you don't actually need them to be involved so if they don't want to put their lot in with you you can just ignore them actually like that that can be what you do if you if you if you want to play it that way that's the way you can do it and honestly, you could make a cheese bowl, uh, one of the first, you know, one of the one of the, one of the, the, the elite eight. But the, the big thing here is that first round games, those first four games, they are not a bowl game. They are the college football playoff. And if you want to do presented by pick your sponsor, somebody wants to come in and do all four games. They could set that up before. If somebody wants to do one of the games, you can set it up before. You know, this college football playoff game is brought to you by whoever. That 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 opens up some possibilities here. So, in terms of the format, the kind of top four buys, uh, then those four teams who are on buys select their location for their game from the available bowl games. How do we feel about this format? Uh, with this, so if you're just if one of the
3: goals is to make more money. I feel like the the first four seeds get left out a little bit on this front. They don't yes. get that extra home game. Um they're going to have to split bowl revenue a little bit more. And so I feel like that's kind of a little bit of a hang up for me, but I mean if you're unless you're going to do eight teams and you know the first round games are home games for the top four seeds or you're going to do 16 and the first round is, you know, home games for the top eight, I think that's kind of where you're at or if you just go I don't know. It, that's the, I think that'd be a bit of a hangup for right. teams like Alabama, who like, hey, we get to host another home game in Tuscaloosa. That so I
0: would say I think there's a way you have to you'd have to revenue share right. either the money from that those games, which would probably happen, or you take money out of the television contract that happened and you pay out the schools that were left out of yep. those first four games. Now there would be more revenue coming into those
3: 75 – Those. I guess elite first, first, first round. Let's call the first. Well, round. I'm saying the quarterfinal game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because they would have bigger sponsors like, you know, right. your, your All State Sugar Bowl or um, I can't remember. What Capital Beach. One Orange yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I, yeah I, Capital One. Camp there's Pearl a Bowl. lot Where more revenue going into those than the Sonic, you know, first round playoff game at right. you know, Oklahoma or whatever. I like that. I mean, want Sonic yeah.
0: first round playoff. Yeah.
3: yeah, Sonic needs to sponsor everything. But yes. um, so, yeah, I think, I think there's definitely, I don't know,
0: they would work it out. They would figure out the money part of it, right? Uh, how does everybody else feel about the you know the uh, formatting of the? All right, you have the home game. Because here's the thing: is like the one thing I didn't like about the proposal was the fact that they wanted to play these at both sites, and Dumb. man, it's just it's just a it's a drag. I, like it's a real drag to have
3: those. I would even honestly try to do more like the ncaa tournament and kind of create a, a little bit of a regional aspect yeah, of it. Mm-hmm. so like if michigan yeah. is one of the top four teams in the second indianapolis. round indianapolis uh detroit like yeah. hey let's get us get us a game in detroit like that's an actual home game for them
1: yeah let let these nfl stadiums they they want games let them put mm-hmm. on this SoFi Stadium in LA would love to have Pac-12 teams out there. Indianapolis would love to have Big Ten teams. New York would have loved to have Big Ten teams. Let that be a, more of a regional. Field. But that's the thing I want to deal at an NFL stadium, but in the general vicinity of where those schools are at. Make it a more of a region. Yeah. The
0: problem was you had to, to book it on short notice,
1: and right? I get yeah. I get that part yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: That is the one. That is the one thing. Now I will say this, like. I think these sites could staff up real quick for a game, you know, on like, because with those sites being selected, they'd get two weeks notice, right? The season's over on December 3rd and I'll actually get, that kind of leads me to my next point. Linda, did you have anything before we go to the next point? You got it. Do your segue. All right. So, cause the, the scheduling part of this matters. So I, I used December as kind of a, December 2022 as a ma- roadmap for all of this. So the first round games would take place the second week of December. There will then be it uh, would well, be one Thursday night game, one Friday night game, and then two Saturday games. John, oh, I posted the wrong graphic. John made a good point saying, "Hey, look, what if somebody had to play a Saturday Thursday?" Well, there is uh, the Pac-12 plays their championship game on Thursday night. So what you could do is. Uh, if it's a Pac 12, and, and it kind of worked out this way with the, the bracket, I'll show you guys in a second. But like, we got the Pac 12 champion against a team that actually didn't play the week previous. So you get a team on six days rest against a team that actually wasn't playing before. And also, nobody knew who they were playing. So there was no advantage to that. Bit more rest, but also one team gets to host. So one team's more rested, one team's hosting. That's kind of the way it kind of aggregates itself out. Uh, The round of eight will be one week later, same format. So those are those bowl locations. Those are those New Year's six that we had used previously. So uh, Sugar, Fiesta, uh, Orange, uh, what else am I missing? Sugar, Fiesta, Peach. Uh, Damn, a lot of them contrary to the South. Um, Those games could be used to host that next week. Christmas week is off. That would allow you to play the final four on New Year's weekend like we just had. And also, you can keep your championship game. I believe Monday the 8th is the 2022 championship game date. Um, that would allow them to keep that schedule. Next year in 2020 – actually, this year, we're already in 2022. Saturday, it's the it's Saturday, December 31st is New Year's Eve. There's your day for your two playoff games, the final four right there. So, a couple things here um, – Man, I I really just I hate the troops because uh, Army Navy gets the shaft here with this. Army Navy is the, is the game that gets played the week after the conference championship games, and that is the one thing that I didn't, I couldn't really figure this out because I think the one thing that we've already seen, especially with the rules this year, they're like they were unwilling to play the college ball playoff game, the uh, championship game, much later than they already are right now. I think it's because the NFL playoffs, Um they were like. We're not doing it past anything. So this was the only way I could make the schedule kind of fit into actually what it is now and kind of end naturally. So the one game, sadly, that gets the, the shaft once again is Army-Navy in this situation. Um, maybe they play at week one. I don't know. Maybe that's the first game of the year every year now. I don't know. I'm not sure. If, I, I, I kind of like Army-Navy in the snow as opposed to the blistering heat uh, during the summer. But... How do you guys feel about this schedule, you know, kind of taking place uh, with the games happening the week after conference championship weekend? Uh, John, go ahead. Yeah. Just to kind of keep army Navy, like in the spotlight,
3: just have them be the the 12 o'clock game or the, you know, on the East coast, like let them kick off champ, you know, the first round of the playoffs on that Saturday with the first game. That'd be kind of cool mm. and then and then, from there it segues into you know to you know an afternoon and then a night game uh, that are part of the college football playoffs. I think a lot of people would get a kick out of like a full day of of college football.
1: I think it's great. It's and great actually. and hire should, should one of them, yeah, I come from an army family. and should one of them make the playoff, which, any of us here expect them to make it in any given year barring like something crazy i think it's actually a genius idea john had i was thinking about that but i think john nailed it i think that's the perfect segue
0: yeah the one hiccup would be navy winning the aac i think that would be, that sure. would be the one thing that put the massive but you can't plan for that like you can't yeah. build all of this around navy winning the aac right
1: have a contingency in it if right if you make it great we'll we'll adjust yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea too. Because I I forgot I even forgot that I had done the Thursday, Friday, two on Saturday thing. Look, I I think that works. Also, you know what it restores? The Thursday night college football game, like that was a staple of my childhood. Just being really sad whenever Virginia Tech lost on Thursday nights. That was like a big staple. You know, Matt Ryan breaking my heart was Uh, was a a moment of my childhood. So I think it's you know I think it's pretty cool. A a Thursday, like just kind of that feeling. Hey. Thursday playoff game, Friday playoff game, Saturday two playoff games, and you can sprinkle in some other bowls in there too to kind of actually, you know, the Army Navy game is one case. You can sprinkle in some other bowls to kind of give it that lead-in feeling, right, for for some other weekends. But uh, the Thursday Friday Sat two on Saturday thing would be true for the first two weekends of the playoff. So that second weekend of December and that third weekend of December would both have that same uh, format happening there, um, and then now. I'm going to show the bracket. So you can't really uh, – this is the best I could do here with this. Hold on, let me see if – okay, hold on. i will do the bigger one. i do the bigger one. Uh, even though it doesn't cover the whole screen. So I just ran it this year. Like I just did the rankings. Bama was one. Two was Michigan. Three was Cincy. Four was Baylor. Um, and then you had your 5C was Utah. Your 6 was Pitt. Your 7 was Louisiana. Your eight was Georgia. Your nine was Notre Dame. Your ten was Ohio State. Your eleven was Ole Miss. And your twelve was Oklahoma State. Now, this isn't necessarily fair for everybody. That's kind of the point. That's so fun, though. Right? Like, like well, guys, Louisiana is hosting Ohio State. That's amazing. Like, like, like they're going to go to Lafayette, Louisiana, to play a playoff game. That is. There's your Thursday night game right there. Yeah. I mean, the Raging Cage, that place would be lubed up and ready to go for a Thursday night game uh-huh. between Ohio State and Louisiana. I mean, that, that's that's kind of the, your selling point right there. Although you probably do the Utah-Oklahoma State game uh, in that spot, maybe something like that. Um, Ole Miss and Pitt you could do there. But it, it just kind of would, would depend on how, how things worked out. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I also, by the way, I simulated all these games using one of the college ball simulators. Uh, I did the best of seven for all of them. So you guys can check out how things shaped up. We had a Georgia-Ohio State championship game, and Ohio State won, which goes to one of the big points. This is not supposed to fix the end result right now. It will not fix the end result right now. Most likely, those results are going to be the same. The only thing it will do is let teams get hot, right? Potentially get hot, and that's not actually happened before uh, because I think the month off is one of the big buzz kills. You're giving elite coaches with elite players a month to get ready for teams. It's not going to go well. It's just not going to go well for for a lot of of these groups. So that that's why I think that was important too to have that full, a uh, kind of week by week experience. The most time somebody gets off is two weeks, um, and I know the top seeds will have it two weeks, two weeks with the way it's laid out right now. But I still think that's that's completely fine with the way it goes. So you get some fun matchups, you get some unique matchups, and and also a big part of this too is I think the kids. Any game beyond the regular season or, or championship ending, the kids will get a part of the money because this is going to be a two billion dollar television contract. Which I think they should pull an NFL. I'm not sure how you guys feel. I think they should split it up. Uh, Linda, I know you're a big NFL fan. Do you? Would you like to see the Amazon Prime Thursday night game? Louisiana hosting, you know, hosting Ohio State on, on Amazon Prime, and then on on Saturday, oh, Friday nights the Fox game, and then Saturday you get the ABC and games.
2: Like I that? love exci- I like exciting Friday night football because like a lot of times college Friday night football are are either like blowouts or just like pretty atrocious matchups. They're fun to watch, but in terms of like competitive excitement, a playoff game on Friday would be a blast. Uh, taking over Thursday night football like there's football's on like every day of the week already. It's exhausting, especially when the NFL is going through COVID. And they schedule games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and every other day of the week. It would be hard to like make a decision. I, I don't. I'd need like a was I like split screen? I don't know what I would do. I, like I have to pay attention to both.
0: I here's the thing: the, the NFL could just play those games on Sunday. Like I think I, I know Browns. I know Browns and, and and Packers is probably a good number. You know what I mean? And, and that's great to have, but like. There are some there have been some time slots this season that have really sucked. Yeah. And I, I I think the NFL is out of themselves favors this year of scheduling.
2: And right. I think no, I, I totally I, agree. If we could just nix Thursday night football from an NFL standpoint, like I would be fine with that yes. already. And if we're replacing it with Thursday night playoff football, I'm all in.
3: Yes. I don't think college football would have anything to worry about going up against the NFL on a Thursday night with a playoff game. I think they'd do yeah, just I agree. fine. I agree.
0: Yeah, it'd be The Thursday Night Wars. We had the Monday Night the, the Wars. Yeah, the Thursday yeah, Night, Night Wars. Wars. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, And then, obviously, the, the one thing I didn't really like hit on a bunch was the money distribution with this thing. It's really hard to find exact numbers of how conferences distribute their money. Um, you guys all saw this, but I put it in the big college channel group. Like, is there any kind of database or a, man, a you know manifest of how these conferences distribute money? And there, there really isn't. But – the the main point of this is like seven conferences are going to get playoff money and they're going to get more playoff money than they do right now, which is a huge part of this. Um, and also like paying the players, people will be like, oh my God, like we're going to find the money to do that. So I think it was Sports Business Journal estimated, and I think maybe USA Today did too. There are, the estimates of this next television contract are around $2 billion. Now, whether that's just one single entity with ESPN, they just re up there. Or it's it's multiple, right? It's Amazon, CBS, uh, Fox, ESPN. It's gonna it's gonna accumulate some serious money here. So I just want you to imagine. Does anybody know how many hundreds of billion, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars? Two billion is anybody know? It's 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 two hundred, right? that's the number? Yeah, uh, right. Yes, or whatever the hell it is. I don't even know. Hold on, I'm I'm losing my mind here. Anyway, like. Just take just take forty million dollars, which sounds like a lot of money. Forty million dollars, right? And use that for payment of players throughout and just distribute it amongst all the teams. You might say, wow, Josh, forty million dollars, but like forty million dollars of two billion really is is I mean it's it's not that much. And I, I believe it's what is it, like two percent? Like two percent of all that. So
1: Josh, stop spending the NCAA's money. They don't want you to spend it for No, far.
0: no, not those amateurs can't have it, those student athletes. They've got no business doing it. So I think I mean I think there's a way to do it. And look, if it's a it's a flat fee for all the th- all the kids, and I st- people are saying the eventual like ability to opt out of playoff games, it's going to come. I agree, sure, whatever. But I do think there is something to the idea that like NFL teams going to be like, you quit on the championship? Like, mm, not sure we like that. Not sure we like yeah. you giving up on your team with a chance to win a championship.
2: NFL teams didn't like Justin Herbert and that didn't go so swell, did it? So that's
0: true. That is fair. That is, that is, that is fair. But like, I do think there is something to like, it's like your team's got a chance to win a national championship and you decided to buck. Yeah. It's
3: different. If it's just a bowl game, the NFL is like, please sit out. We want our future investment to be very healthy coming into the NFL season. If it's a a playoff game that, that definitely is going to ring a little bit different with coaches and general managers and player, you know, pro personnel directors and things like that. So,
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, this is the proposal. This is, it's all there teams. Uh, I will post this to my own personal Twitter. Um, I look, I've, I've done it. I fixed it. Uh, I, you know, it's, I'm, I'm glad I was able to, 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 run it by you guys first, but no, I, I think like this is, this is the process that they're going through, right? They're putting out a proposal they're running it through. Now, the problem is they're not like, how can we get as much equity as possible, right? How can we get equity amongst the players? They're like, how can we make as much effing money as possible? Um, I think the thing is you're going to make money hand over fist anyway of the 12-team playoff. It's more inventory, right? You know, I know you're using the New Year's Six, but you're adding at least – four new games with those first-round games that you're setting up right there. Um, so, you know, I, I think this is an awesome opportunity. All right. We have one more ad read to take care of before we get out of here. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at builtbar Bar. Go to built.com. That is built.com today. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15. And you get 15% off your first order. It's the new year. And Built Bar would love to be a part of your New Year's resolution, so you guys can go to Built Bar now and download uh, download the app. Uh, you guys go to Built Bar right now, built dot com, and order uh, whatever you like. Use the promo code LOCK fifteen today. All right, plug your podcast, plug whatever else. Jake, you're up first. What do you got?
1: Uh, Locked on Cougars covering all things BYU. Just search out Locked on Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for our social media feeds available like this podcast on every podcast provider out there. If you want my thoughts on all things sports, I'll be sure to roast Josh about this playoff proposal. Uh, check me out. Jacob C. Hatch is my Twitter handle.
0: All right,
3: yep. John? You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams, and the show is at Locked On Sooners on Twitter, Locked On Sooners. Uh, Locked On Sooners podcast on Facebook and you can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at the Sooners Wire Also Winna? subscribe, sorry, also subscribe on YouTube to Locked On Sooners on YouTube, do that Yes, do it
2: It's uh, like Winna. an OU fan to interrupt me <laughs> uh, You can find me on Twitter at Lindellians the show's at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter, Locked On Pokes on all your listening apps and then all my fantasy work on Matthew Berry's Fantasy Night Life newsletter
0: uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. You can find the show at LO Big 12. Find us on YouTube whenever you guys get your podcast. All right, friends. A lot of fun. Appreciate your all's time.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.